What's up, team? In this podcast, uh, we're going to talk about body dysmorphia. Um, it's something that can have an impact on a lot of people's mental health. It's something that doesn't really get talked about enough, um, especially on social media and the impact that social media can have. Um, I think it's something that people need to be aware of, especially those that are a bit younger, so like teenagers, late teens, maybe even early 20s as well. It's just something that if you've never heard of it before or you're not aware of like how it comes about, um, yeah, it's just something that people should be aware of and uh, if they need help with it, then they should definitely go and seek it because it's a proper mental illness as well. Um, so I'll go over the illness, the symptoms it can create, as well as talking about my own experience when I was uh, 18 at uni. Never never got diagnosed, but looking back, um, I believe there, there, were, there were some overlaying symptoms, definitely, whether or not it was exactly that. Um, so just on a side note, making sure that you've got like your, your mental health is up to scratch, um, it can have a massive impact on your life. So being able to recognize when you kind of need help um, is crucial. So if you need any support, definitely contact some groups like Mind or the Samaritans um, just to get any support. And if you need just just vent at someone, um, as always, my DMs are open. So just drop me a message. Uh, so let's get into it. So according to the NHS website, Body dysmorphia is a mental health condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about flaws in their appearance. These flaws are often unnoticeable to others, so they're flaws that you see uh, in yourself. People of any age can have the illness, however, the vast majority of people that have this are teenagers um, or young adults. So the symptoms, they include uh, worrying about specific areas of your body, so things like your face, uh, spending excessive excuse me, spending excessive time uh, comparing yourself with how other people look. So like whether that's on social media or like friends, um, people of influence in your circle, uh, either looking at yourself in mirrors excessively or the other end of that is like avoiding them at all costs, uh, putting increased effort into concealing perceived flaws in your body. So for example, like baggy clothes or makeup to kind of cover up those flaws that you believe you've got. Um, these symptoms can appear in various different levels. So some people might experience them at like a low level intensity and others might get right up there. They're extremely um, intense with these symptoms. Um, personally, I think that in society, girls have been recognized to have these kind of issues with some of the influences that they've had for years. Um, and it's perceived that they have them more prominently than uh, boys. However, from my own experience and from you know, people in my circle and area, I think the boys actually experience these kind of mental health issues on a deeper level, but they don't realize they can, they can, they almost try and pass it off uh, as something that doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, with, especially with boys, I think this is something that needs to be addressed um, and is very, very real for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, we'll get into it from my own experience at uni. So I went to uni when I was 18. Uh, I'd been training since I was like 15, 16, so a couple of years, but I was a uh, classic, like hard gainer, couldn't put any real weight on um, because well, I, just, I had a high metabolism, always had been. I was quite athletic, played rugby and stuff, but I never really put any size on until probably 2021, 20, around that age. But going in as an 18 year old into uni, um, so straight away, like my flatmates at the time, one of them was. Um, he played for Ireland in the twenties rugby, so he was uh, in extremely good shape. Very, very like big. He was a forward as well, so he was a hooker. 
and then two of the other lads I was living with were just in really really good nick one of them my age one of them a year older um so like in, instantly with that like coming in I was dealing with like wanting to be that size and being obsessed with trying to gain size from that uh so that was the kind of in-person influence you got from that so from 18 to 21 throughout like my whole uni um experience it was a case of like comparing myself to these guys and wanting to a get bigger over the winter and then when it came to summer like trying to shred down again and trying to stay in as good condition um as i could with them and it, it was just a constant battle of comparing with each other like sometimes it was fine it was a good form of motivation but if you're constantly doing that then you're gonna have it's gonna weigh down weigh you down which it did um so there was that kind of in-person influence and then online as well like you look at things like social media there's all these um amazing uh, blokes that are in shape um training i think at the time like steve cook was the big one for me like looking up to him um and you look at these guys online and naively think oh, like they are natural chances are they absolutely aren't but you you naively believe it at that time until you get into the industry and you realize that they're, they're probably not um so for me coming out of uni and then like, switching my training like to focus more on performance like, that's massively helped me so still want to look good and still have that element but i'm not f solely focused on that so my shift has gone from comparing like how i look to how i perform um still like compare myself to how other people perform but it's not so much uh, a vanity thing it's more something that i can with performance i can work on it um there's a saying that if you train exactly two people train exactly the same you're both going to look different it's just like the way your genetics and things hold up so that move away from how you look um was massive for me um and it's something that i think a lot of people can take away from that i've spoken about it before but yeah like moving towards that kind of performance focus uh is something that can massively affect um like your mental health positively um so yeah that was that's kind of like my experience from uni um, i think a lot of people have that kind of similarly girls can have it as well like going into uh these people that you look up to and you kind of get influenced like that um so yeah and not just uni that like it's just like even in your group of friends there are people that you might look up to and compare yourself to or people in your local area that you see on instagram and stuff so everyone has different influences but that was just like from my experience um yeah and then finally we'll talk about so like how social media impacts it and how i think it impacts it um i think it's the, the biggest driver for the increase in body dysmorphia um that's become apparent over the recent years um so i've got some stats it's estimated that one in 20 girls suffer from the condition in some form um which i think is crazy and then in more worrying stats um one in a hundred children between the age of five and 19 are dealing with this five-year-olds five six seven-year-olds dealing with this is crazy um but the, the the key thing that will be driving that is they they will have access to social media i'm sure like they will be on instagram youtube facebook like and that's where they can develop these kind of problems um so things like magazine covers and models have been blamed especially with girls for driving those kind of beauty standards things like um uh, photoshop and editing photos to make themselves look amazing and then that impact that it has on women um but social media and the kind of instant access and the gratification that you get off of that i think has created a more prominent issue so i think that is where people are having more problems is because you literally open up your phone tap one app and you're flooded with it especially on instagram like you load up first picture 
not every time, but a lot of the time is going to be something that you see as aspirational, um, especially when you're a bit younger and you can't understand it. Like I'm 25 now. I, I get that I, I know where I am, how I look and how I'm going to be. But for those that are a bit younger, maybe new to training and things, if you come up and the first thing you see as a bloke is like Steve Cook, absolutely ripped, ripped as like it's a different level. Um, and then I think as well, there's that addiction cycle that you get from social media. So every time you get a like on a post or you get a new follower, you get an endorphin rush and that can become massively, massively addictive. Um, so if, but then to get that in your head, if you're thinking that you need to look good and you need to look better than these guys, then that drives that body dysmorphia, that drives that feeling that you need to look as good as you can and you need to beat, like, beat someone else based on their looks. So, and then that just creates the cycle because you constantly feel that you're not good enough, that you don't look good enough to drive that cycle of gaining likes and gaining followers. So there's the element with social media, there's that side of it, the addictive side of the endorphins, and then there's the side of it where you're just blasted constantly by people that are looking good, uh, people that are in like their top shape. Um, social media itself, so like these platforms are starting to react to it. So things like Instagram, they've removed likes. Um, and influencers, to be fair, a lot of them now are being more open and honest, which is great. Like, if someone from influence can um, help educate their audience on what reality actually looks like, so women um, see a lot of people posting about stretch marks and things like that and being more open about it, look, everyone has them, which is great. Um, people shouldn't be airbrushing them at photos, like, it's not, uh, it's not reality. Same with um, fellas, if, like, these people started posting more imagery from when they're not like in their tip top shape rather than just their highlight shape, then it gives people, it breaks down the barriers of that perception that everything has got to be perfect. So it's moving the right way, but yeah, there's still more that can be done with influencers, but the ones that I've seen, they're doing a really, really good job. Um, but more importantly than that, I think it's important to um, realize that a lot of it comes from within. So I've spoken a lot about it on my last podcast about like not comparing yourself. Um, to other people like hey if you just constantly compare to others you're not going to be fulfilled but if you can take a step away stop comparing yourself and track your own progress and compare yourself to yourself you're more likely to be able to take that step away remove yourself from that situation where you start comparing um, and you just got to remember that Instagram is normally someone's highlight reel so they only post their best shots their best performers their best lifts so just remember that when you kind of digest this content you need to remember at all times that it is like that is someone's highlight reel they've selected that because it looks good because they look good at that specific moment in time they don't look like that all the time they don't constantly look like that i guarantee you they are chilling in bed with sweatpants on like they are not looking like that exactly right now so you just need to remember that um and yeah that's just what i wanted to talk about on body dysmorphia i think like i said more people need to talk about the illness itself rather than just the causes um and yeah if you have any kind of any kind of symptoms like that or you think it could be possible that you're suffering from that then i suggest getting help um just to talk to someone even if it is just literally a talk it can definitely help uh, and yeah like i say if you want to talk to someone that is a bit of a stranger that doesn't know you personally like i say drop me a message and i will more than happily help um but yeah that is this podcast done um if you've got any comments or anything like that, drop me a message, drop a comment on the uh, Instagram highlights or down below. And yeah, I will speak to you in the next episode.